And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey, everyone. Jim here, Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. As always, we have another great episode with you, with us, whatever the pro- correct terminology is there, with Tyra Madison here on the show this week. Tyra's got a new song coming out on Friday called Devils in the Details. Great little song here. Um, it really goes with what she's already been doing. It's... um, I. I you know what? I'm not going to give it too much away. I want you to listen to it on Friday. Um, it's a great little song, though. It's um, it's I, I would say a little mellow, but packs quite the punch. Um, as I think that is the perfect description of Tyra as well. You know, maybe maybe a little, you know, a little a little soft, a little, you know, not soft in a bad way, but you know, a little quiet, little, um, you know, to herself. And my God, is she packing a punch too? You know, she's she's killing it all over the place. Her social media presence is outstanding. Her music is outstanding. She's just doing all of the things. She's doing all of the things for sure. Um, we would call this pop country, I would say. And, and I don't mean that in any disrespect, but I think that is what suits Tyra Madison for sure. Um, again, great, great girl. We absolutely loved having her on the show. So thank you, Tyra, for being on. And letting us, you know, chat for a bit about you and your music and all that. So if it is your first time here, as always, guys, thank you so much. Don't forget to check out all of our happenings on our socials. Um, We did post our review of Jesse Murph from the House of Blues from a couple weeks ago on our website, bootsandwhiskeyentertainment.com. We do have another review coming out shortly, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, from Creed Fisher from last week. Um, we do have a weekend of crazy this weekend coming. We have Alexandra Kayat off the rails on Friday. We have our friends Shane Smith and the Saints on Saturday at the Palladium in Worcester. And then Sunday, it's the New England Music Awards. We will be presenting at that as we did last year. Um, so stay tuned. Stick around. We're going to be covering all kinds of stuff all weekend. So thank you for being here. And we will... Catch you on the flip side. So we hope you enjoy our conversation here with Tyra and we will see you in a little bit. Cheers. We want to give a big thank you to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts. You can find them at offtherailsworcester.com. They have a great restaurant, a great music venue. They have everything you would want to feel like in Nashville right here in Central Mass. If you're ever in the area, check out the restaurant, check out the music venue. Again, offtherailsworcester.com, 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. Check them out. Hi, Clara. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you great. Can hear you great. 
week. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, I'm not sure what they've told you, but this show's, you know, about you. I'm going to let you kind of tell your story, how you got started, and we're going to uh, we're going to dig deep going along the way. Sounds good. So what brings you to the world of country music, Tyra? So I I'm from a small small town in eastern Kentucky and I grew up on bluegrass music. Um so I think that kind of transformed to my love for country music cuz they both are just about telling a story and I yeah. I think I really enjoy songwriting and just telling my story. Now, how long have you been songwriting? I have been writing since I was 17 years old. So I would have been a junior in high school. Now, how did you how did you figure out that's something you like to do or were good at? Um, so I would travel from Kentucky to here to write with a girl named Brittany Taylor. She was from my hometown. And I just, I think there's nothing like songwriting. I think there's nothing like telling your own story and writing songs that can heal people or people relate to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, are you, I know you kind of got some success with TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Now, were you, was that kind of like a surprise? Were you, you know, on TikTok pretty heavily before, you know, the Honestly, the no, it, it was a surprise. It was, um, so before I posted Right Girl, Wrong Time and it blew up, I, you know, I'd seen TikTok work for people, but it, it hadn't worked for me yet. And I, that was like mid-COVID. That was when TikTok was like booming. And, right. um... Yeah, so my first video to go viral was a video of Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. I was just singing along with her in the car, and uh, I think it got, like, 14,000 views or something. And I was like, oh, my gosh, okay, this app can work. We can we can do this. So I, I had gained some, like, new followers, and I was like, I'm just going to post my original music and let them get to know Tyra and get to know me and just, you know – just why not? And I didn't expect it to go viral. I didn't expect anything out of it. And um, yeah, I just remember going to dinner with a friend and I come home and it's at like 30,000 views or something. And you know, it's at over 4 million now, but just like, it's just really cool. I wasn't expecting it and I wasn't trying to go viral. It just, you know, kind of happened. Right. Right. Now, but so before that, were you, were you pushing your own stuff? Were you, you know, really in the thick of things or was that kind of like the kickoff for you to go? Okay. Honestly, no, I wasn't. That was like, I think I posted maybe one original before that, but other than that, no, it was, it was one of my first attempts to post my original music and that, I mean, you know, people were posting original music then, but not as much as they are now. And it's, It's so much harder to go viral now because, well, one, everyone's trying to do it, which is awesome because the platform is just, it, it can reach such a wide audience. Um, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't trying. And I think 
the videos where I'm like, ah, people won't like that. And I just do it anyways, because to me, social media is like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing if it sticks. And yeah, yeah. Um, for TikTok, that's that was kind of it for me and still is kind of it for me. Um, but yeah. So, okay. So I just want to try to put the timeline together. So at 17, you start writing songs. Mm -hmm. At what point do you move to Nashville to really make it something? So I moved to Nashville for college and I went to Belmont University. I was a voice major there. And yeah, I've been here for almost eight years and I love this town. I love the people. I love that I am a quick enough drive to home. And um, I love that I'm still in the South. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the weather's a hell of a, a lot nicer more often than if you're up here. Um, so before you started really songwriting, were you singing? Were you performing? Were you really doing anything like that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I started performing when I was four years old. And uh, You Are My Sunshine was the first song I sang. I was in kindergarten and I sang it at the talent show. And before that, my mom had no idea that, like, I could sing because I would be going with my papa and my mama to a thing called Picking and Grinning every week where all these bluegrass musicians just get together and just play music and have a good old time. And I grew up doing that. I would go dance. I would be singing. I would do, I would just have a fun. And when the school talent show came around, I was like, I want to sing mom. And she's like, what? Like she had no idea that I was, you know, singing with my papa and stuff. So yeah, that kind of really started it. After that talent show, it was like, okay, that little girl has a big voice. And I, you know, I kind of grew up in a family of athletes. You know, my mom played basketball. My dad played baseball. My brother played basketball as well. And, you know, my mom tried to get me on the athlete train. You know, I played basketball and whatnot. But I think they quickly realized that it wasn't my thing and performing was my thing. So any chance that I could get to perform, whether I was performing at a local festival or I was performing, driving an hour away to take voice lessons or becoming a part of a singing group there um, or dance lessons or musical theater, any way that I could be on a stage, I was taking that opportunity. Nice. Nice. That's, that's awesome to have that sort of passion so young and know exactly what you're going to do. You know, it's it's amazing yeah. to hear so many stories like that, that, you know, in, you know, for me, I hear it all the time where it was like, well, I knew when I was, you know, however many years old that this is what I was going to do. And it was like, I think back and when I was seven, I, I can't even remember being seven, <laughs> you know, let, let alone knew what I was yeah, going to do. Wildly, you know, I mean, I can't remember every memory of being four, but I do remember that, you know when that happened and I got on stage and I sing you are my sunshine acapella, it was just, it was just a done deal. It was, yeah. I was an entertainer. That was it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so when you decide to go to Belmont, was Belmont your only option to you or did you have other music schools in mind and this one just worked out? No, Belmont was the only college I applied to. So 
It's a good thing I got in because I would have been taking a gap year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so once once you're in Belmont and you're you know going to classes and doing your thing, are you doing anything in town to you know p- promote yourself, your brands, anything like that, or were you just kind of focusing on your voice and your singing and your craft? Yeah, I mean, I would play some writer's rounds in college. Definitely not as many as I do now. Um, I tried to involve myself a little bit, but honestly, I was just trying to get through school, get that college degree, and make my mama happy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you you needed some sort of backup plan, right? In case, you know, a degree is, regardless of what it is, it's still a degree. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think that was by, like in the back of my mind, though. I don't think oh, I've ever had a backup plan. I think that I've always known that I want to sing, and whether that be on a cruise ship, whether that be, you know, in a bar, whether that would be in on in stadiums, I just always knew that's what I wanted to do. So. Right, right, and that's you know, when you have that sort of passion and that those sorts of goals, like there's nothing that was going to stop you. Yeah. So now we'll fast forward a little bit. Now, once once you blow up and go viral on TikTok, what happens for you? Did, is it, you know, I, unfortunately, we have yet. With keeping that Central Mass vibe going, we have to thank our friends over at the DCU Center. Again, here in Worcester, dcucenter.com. They are the premier venue here in central Massachusetts. They are a mid-size arena. They're the home of the Worcester Railers, the Massachusetts Pirates. Numerous concerts, numerous events. Check them out, dcucenter.com. They are at 50 Foster Street right here in Worcester. Cheers. To go viral on TikTok. But is, is it one of those things where, you know, your life changes overnight or was there still a lot of work that went into it to where you are now I mean there's still a lot of work happening now it's um but it was awesome like it was really cool to celebrate and you know just so many people reaching out saying that the song like helped them through their breakup or whatever they were going through like that's the meaning of why I write songs and I mean you know, it's it's really cool, and I I consider my career in music in general. It's like a roller coaster, and it has so many ups and has so many downs. And I have to remind myself to celebrate the ups, but also be ready to beat them the next day. Right. So um, it's it's a constant grind, and I think never settling and never being content in this kind of industry is the best way to go. And that's just. That's how I take my career. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the best way to do it. Um, so once, you know, the blow up on TikTok happens and we get out of COVID, is that when you really started, you know, boots on the ground, pushing and playing more and more out? Um, yeah, I would say so, because I graduated right before COVID. So okay. I just remember graduating and then I went I'm on a trip to Florida with my friends and then we're hearing about this coronavirus and we're like what the heck is that like oh whatever like it's fine we'll be fine it's like the flu whatever no 
everything shuts down and and actually kind of Florida stayed open a little bit but mm-hmm. I mean everything shut down and people couldn't perform live anymore and I I don't think the, the music industry knew what to do and you know the only thing that I could control was social media so I would just try to grow my social media because that's the only thing I could do at the time so I just you know, post a video every day or cover video or an original or something like that just to, like, grow it and do what I could do in the situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's wild what everybody kind of went in, went, went through, you know, through all that, especially on, on the artist music side of it. You know, I can't even imagine. So once you're out playing and doing your thing in Nashville, at, at what point do you start, you know, how long does it take you to get, you know, some of the biz, bigger, um, you know, shows and the bigger spotlights with, you know, whether it's Bus Call or Whiskey Jam and, you know, all those little kind of, you know, rounds that artists can get into? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just say, like, if I gave advice to anyone, just, like, involve yourself. Like, go to Red Door during the week because I've met so many people at Red Door. It's unbelievable. But just, like, you know, just be a good person, and I think good things will come to you. And just, like, you know, try to make those relationships. It's definitely a relationships thing in this town. Um, So, yeah, just involve yourself. Try to go to rounds. If you want to play that round, then go to that round. Find out who books this round. Go introduce yourself. Be like, hey, can I play? And, you know, most of the time people are like, hell yeah, come on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have rounds that you've done in places that you have that are your favorite? I mean, I love playing writer's rounds in general because, you know, I just love showing my original music and I, I love playing with other artists and hearing their original music as well. But I also love playing live band shows like that is, I think, where I thrive. Um, very high energy, just super fun, um, just performing, just doing what I love to do. Um but, I mean, yeah, I play at places like Live Oak or I love playing the listening room because that venue is very um, just different than any other venue because they have, like, the audience has to be quiet Ooh. and they have to listen to the song. And I think that, not saying that other venues don't appreciate the original music, but it's just really cool as the songwriter for people to know how attentively they're listening to you. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, I'm sure it's great to, you know, you put your heart and soul into something like, like a song. And then, you know, you see it all the time where if you go to a bar, you know, especially on lower Broadway and you try to play that song, like nobody's, nobody's paying attention. You know, it's just like a, Hey, this song sounds good, but you know, you could be up there singing the ABCs and Mm. you know, nobody cares. Um, yeah, well, mostly Broadway is just covers, too. And, it, right, you know, it's people right. coming in town, trying to have a good time, having a few drinks. So, yeah, it's 
there's a reason there's not a lot of original music on Broadway, but you know, Whiskey Jam just moved out there. So, I mean, I think that's really cool that they're that Ward is taking original music to Broadway. Yeah, I think I think there is a shift coming, you know, in that in that scene where, you know, especially with you know what Ward's been able to do with Whiskey Jam and bringing it bringing it to there. I think it's gonna with that success. I think you're gonna see a lot of other lower Broadway bars start doing more original. Yeah, stuff. I, I really? think that would be all really awesome because, yeah. you know, Nashville is music city, but Nashville is also a songwriting city. And, yeah. you know, I advise anyone that comes here, travels here to go see a writer's round, go, go see something like that, because that's a really special part about Nashville. There's so many, talented songwriters here yeah yeah and there really are you know you know you you mentioned the songwriting piece of it quite a bit do you per i don't want to say prefer but do you really prefer that side of it rather than you know the performing side or do they both kind of equally as you know exciting for you I think, so you get asked that question a lot. Are you a writer or are you an artist? And I'm both. I I love being an artist and I love getting on stage and dressing up and performing and opening for some really cool people and, you know, meeting people that support my music. But I really also love getting in a room with one other person or two or whatever it may be that day and just like, expressing myself and pouring out my feelings and whatever I'm going through at that time. It's super expressive. And yeah, I I would say I'm both. I I don't think there's one I love more than the other. I think, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't always a songwriter, but when I started when I was 17, you know, I was writing, but I, I definitely have gotten better. I'll say that. And I think the way to get better to songwriting is just rely, just write a lot. Because the more songs you write, there's got to be one good one in there. Hopefully more right. than one. But, you know, just it's it's just about practice and honing that craft. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure the songs you wrote at 17 compared to the songs you're writing now are, you know, light years better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now, my ears <laughs> now, do you have you seen like a common thread in your writing? You know, you personally, like what what you're writing about, or is you know, are you pulling it? Where are you pulling these songs from? Are they from your personal experiences, experiences from other people, or just you know, really just shit you've just made up? Um, most are from my personal experiences, but some could be what my friend was going through or anything because my emotions or my friend's emotions flow through me so or family or whatever that may be. But um, I also really like writing story songs like Plead the Fifth obviously isn't about me because I did not murder my husband. Um, but <laughs> I'm not even married. But, you know, um, I think that's a cool thing about songwriting. You can either write from your perspective, you can write from someone else's perspective, or you can just totally just make up a story in your head and just write about it. And it's the creative aspect of that is just really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's um, it's one of those things where, you know, you see the way country music has kind of gone um, and where it's coming back to. And I think a lot of it is getting to a point where people want to hear more of those songs that tell a story, you know, like like plead the fifth. People want to hear. Now we're going to thank our friends on the North Shore, the Porch Southern Fair and Juke Joint. Our buddy Jonathan Post is the head chef and owner of The Porch. They are at 175 Rivers Edge Drive, right in Medford, Massachusetts. Don't want to miss this place. They have some of the best food in the region. Jonathan has brought his Nashville roots here to New England with the food, with the hospitality, and most of all, the music. Check them out, theporchsouthern.com. Hear things like that. They don't necessarily, you know, you know, there's a place for, you know, drinking beer on a tailgate, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's only so Yeah, much I saw more. something the other day, and it was so funny. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that, because um, it was like, you know, man country artists sing about other stuff but women sing about killing their husbands <laughs> and right. i thought that was so relatable <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it it's you know it, but isn't it funny though you say that because there's a lot of you know there's a few songs out there that have that that tone where it is wife jealous girlfriend whatever and they go after and you know the murder ballads are about those sorts of things but it's very I mean, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, and I might very well be. But it's not very often you hear a male um, artist write a song about killing his wife. No, that, no, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. They don't oh, right. really okay. do that. Right. I, I don't know if it would be celebrated. <laughs> right. Oh no, it wouldn't be. It's a hundred percent generation. You know. Right, right. There is such a double standard there because it's, mm-hmm. you know, again, I, I think rightfully so because I think my wife would say the same thing where, you know, <laughs> I'm sure there's a million times in a day where she wants to kill me. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think if, if a male, I you know, if Eric Church or Luke Combs came out tomorrow and, you know, put out a murder ballad about killing their wife or their girlfriend, I think it would be um, all hell would break loose. Yeah. I, I think so too. I've never heard a male country singer sing about murdering their wife, but I'd be interested to hear the song. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should write it from the male perspective next time. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for, for your music and what, what you've been putting out and what you've been doing, um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it here. Um, you know, you have some, you have some great stuff that has come out. I mean, the last, what was the last thing you put out? Rebound? Yes. Um, and that's, that's doing really, really well. Um, what, what is coming next for you? Is that, is this what your, what your plan is? Is just single left, single, single, single? Is Yeah, I think I'm going to do singles for right now. You know, maybe an album in the future, but yeah, just singles and trying to grow that momentum and um i've got a single coming out i'm not sure when this episode airs but i got a single coming out november 10th 
Um, so yeah, I I haven't really announced it yet, but yeah, I am. Um, well, that's uh, alright because this is this. I when I spoke to your team, this is kind of why we we planned it to come out that week. So it works out. It's all good. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Um, well, it's called Devil in the Devils in the Details, and it is another story song. I'm loving the story songs lately, and you know, like I said, there's so many talented songwriters in this town. So I, this is actually an outside cut. I did not write the song. It is written by Brett James, Will Bundy, and Laura Belts. And um, if y'all don't know who that is, look them up because they're very, very talented songwriters they've written huge hits um but yeah I just it's really cool writing my own music but then it's also really cool cutting an outside song and taking an opportunity to you know record a song by some hit songwriters so yeah it's called devils in the details and it is a dark small town story and uh basically the girl's mom had like an affair with a preacher so it's like the devil's in the details um it's a pretty dark story and i had to listen to it probably like three times to understand (laughs) what the song was about um but yeah it's 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 a cool song i i like it a lot that's awesome. Now, um, so for that, right, for for that song and for even, you know, even for Plead the Fifth, where are you, where is this inspiration coming from? I just, um, I really like to sing songs that are about, like, well, one, I like story songs. I like I like telling a story, and it's really, really interesting to me. I've always looked up to Carrie Underwood in that way, that she would just sing these songs and put herself in a different character. And, you know, me growing up doing musical theater and acting and whatnot, it's really cool to get to do that through my music. So that's one aspect. But also, a lot of the songs that I write are about like self-worth and like female dominance and that because that's something I really stand by yeah yeah and I, I think it's a it's an important thing to to stand by absolutely yeah so <clears throat> that's what I enjoy singing about that's that's great that's awesome now so you have this release coming out you know as when this is releasing you know, this week, do you have a, the next thing, again, not to, not to push, not to keep pushing, but do you have the next thing in line? Oh yeah. I've got, I've been writing a lot. I've got songs already recorded that are ready to go. Um, I am probably going to just release this November 10th and then take a break for the holidays because, (laughs) you know, it comes around in November, December, where people are like, all right, Christmas music, let's go. Yeah. So um, probably not another release until January. Okay, cool. I mean, that's... But it'll be ready to go. It'll be in the portal and it'll be ready first of January 
for your ears to hear. That's awesome. That's great. Now, is that is that song another storytelling song, or is that a little different? So I don't I don't know which one I'm going to release next. Honestly. Okay. okay. Um, that's cool though. I I love that you have a plan. You know, having a plan is always the best way to go about a lot of this. You know, and um based on what you've been able to do in the shows you've been able to put on so far that, you know, in your career, it's, it's been wonderful. You know, you're, you're really, honestly, I hate to be cliche, cliche, but I think you could be and are definitely going to be the next big female artist out there. Oh my God. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I mean, you have it all. You have the sound that, you know, you have the voice, you have the songwriting ability, you have, you know, you have it all. Honestly, you. So I think I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention our friends over at 10thwhiskey.com. That's 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. They're out of Vail, Colorado. Great, great friends of ours. We, um, we don't like bourbon here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, and they make the absolute best bourbon I've ever tasted in my entire life. And I'm not saying that because they've been great to us. They have the best bourbon, the best rye I've ever tasted in my entire life. So check them out, 10thwhiskey.com. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey Podcast sent you. Cheers. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwash and rhinestones.com. There's no reason why you're not in the conversation with the Carries and the um, Mirandas of the world. That's for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, so going forward, when you when you play out, you know, are you looking to get out on the road on your own, or do you want to try to hitch yourself to a to a maybe a a bigger act or a midsize act while they're out and about? Like, what does that look like for you? Do you have? I mean, do you have any any interest in expanding outside of? You know, oh, Nashville, Kentucky. Yeah, that's the goal. I want to tour. I want to travel the world. I yeah. want to, you know, meet the people that support my music from different areas mm-hmm. of the world. So, yeah, I want to tour. I, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I is there... Are there artists out there that you would love to go out with that are, you know, in the in the same level as you are currently you know maybe not somebody that's that's huge 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 but like you know somebody also making their way up i mean yeah i think there's multiple options there's tons of talented up-and-coming um artists right now so i guess it would just depend on the offer but i don't i wouldn't turn it down i i don't really turn down a show honestly (laughs) any chance i can get to play and do what I love. I don't take advantage of that. Good. Good. That's, that's great. That's great. Now for, you know, for the other artists that are in your realm, do you see or hang out or work with any of those, those up and comers that are also 
in Nashville oh, that are totally. I have tons of talented friends. You know, um, one of them is my friend Trevor Martin. I, I think Trevor is so great. His voice is like so good. Y'all should check him out. Um, but yeah, I have tons of really talented artists, friends, and you know, they deserve a shot too. And um, it's really cool supporting them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, are you writing with any of those those people, or are you just do you have your own kind of you know your writing team? Are you getting away from you know people that you've written with you know on a regular basis? Are you trying to expand your writing that way as well, or are you just kind of stay in stay in? I don't want to say stay in put, but you know, doing mm-hmm. what's working right now. Yeah, I mean, I've written with you know my friends that are artists, but also I've written with people that are just like soul songwriters are just super talented songwriters and that's like the cool thing about songwriting is like I always tell people when you're writing with someone for the first time it's literally like a blind date like you are telling this person everything about you like where are you from you know a frequent question is are you dating what's your love life like because we know everyone's a sucker for a love song or a breakup song so it's 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 just really cool, like songwriting, because you can get paired with so many people, and each person has their pros that they bring to the table, and you know, it, it's just, it's really cool. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just super inspiring being in a room with other creatives. Yeah, I can imagine, especially when you, you know, you all have great ideas, and you know the. Things that must come out that, you know, some people won't even, won't ever hear. You know, I can only imagine. Yeah. So, totally. yeah. So, you know, we're, we're excited for what you're doing. We're looking forward to the, uh, the song coming out this week. And, you know, obviously once it's released to the world, we will push it for you. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're super excited that you could join us today and, chat about you a little bit and uh you know get the world to know who you are you know even more so than they already do and you know uh, honestly i don't know anybody that would hear your music and not be excited to see what's next well thank you you're welcome now before before we uh before we part ways today um we are the boots and whiskey podcast right so i gotta obviously ask you about boots of choice and whiskey of choice Oh, Lord. Boot of choice. Ah, uh, that's so hard. Like, I'm star- sitting here staring at my shoe collection right now. <laughs> and, um, you know, I love me some Stuart Watsman's or Sam Eldman. I'm, pro- I'm sure you expected me to say cowboy boots, but I love my cowboy boots, too. It just it just depends. I love my Betsy Johnson shoes. I love my boot barn boots. Um, that's a really hard question. <laughs> well, I'm glad I I'm glad I can come in with the hard questions. Now, what about whiskey? Oh, I would say I love Jack Daniels. Yeah. But also, I'm a Kentucky girl, so I love me some bourbon too. Um. That would probably be Woodford. Yeah, you know everybody. Everybody in Kentucky loves Woodford. 
I don't know why, but I mean, honestly, I, I love, I love other brands too. Like if they want to sponsor me, I'm not saying no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any brand, any brand that wants to shell out some money. I think Just letting y'all is, know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I, I feel that. I hear that 100%. Absolutely. Oh man. Well, Tyra, thank you so much for being on and uh, coming and telling your story. We greatly appreciate you and your time and, uh, we look forward to watching you grow and see what's next for you. All right. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime, anytime. We look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Dallas Jackson here with Tipsy Music. Artists, are you tired of getting $5 to play Freebird? Are you getting fans to engage with your own music? Venmo and Linktree are just temporary solutions until now. Tipsy Music is the one-stop shop for live music to make your life easier and monetize your set list. Tipsy takes Venmo, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and even credit cards all through your unique Tipsy QR code. Best part is no app to download, so fans can pay you quickly and get back to getting tipsy while watching you do what you do best. Sign up for free today at tipsymusic.com. That's T-I-P-S-E-E music.com at Tipsy Music on all socials. Long live live music. There you have it, everyone. Tyra Madison on the show today. Thank you again, Tyra, for being on and chatting with us. Um, it was a great pleasure talking to you and, you know, getting to know you and all that. Like we said at the top of the top of the show, you know, we had a great time chit-chatting. And, you know, we hope to hear from you again and see what you got going on in the future. And don't forget, everybody, Devils in the Details comes out this Friday. November, what is Friday? November 10th? Holy shit. Years flying by. November 10th, Devils in the Details comes out, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Busy weekend for us. Stay tuned with everything all across social medias. We will be posting nonstop all weekend. Um, and yeah, that's it. So we will have another episode on Thursday. We're gonna we're busting out episodes left and right here, everyone. We have Blair Albert on the show on Thursday. Um cannot wait for that one that was a great one we had a lot of fun with Blair um if you know anything about yodeling or don't know anything about yodeling you'll know all kinds of shit about yodeling on Thursday because we talk about it um so stay tuned for that thank you again Tyra and that's it guys enjoy the rest of your day your morning your evening your afternoon whenever the hell you're listening to this thank you so much for tuning into the Boots and Whiskey podcast um yeah god we have fun here, man. We, I love what we do here. It's so much fun. Um, if you haven't already, check us out on the socials, like I've said a million and a half times. Um, and that's it. Just remember, when you're here at the Boots of Whiskey podcast, guys, it's all about real people, real stories, real country. That's all we strive for here. We're just have, here to have a good time and for you to know these artists and these people as that people. Um So, guys, thank you again. Until Thursday, keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, y'all. We'll see you soon. Good night.